He's saying that he's not that Elijah reincarnated, but he's saying that the same spirit that was upon Elijah will be upon him. And which is the Holy Spirit that is upon the church of God today? The similarity between Elijah and you is that the Holy Spirit, the Bible says he will be filled with the Holy Spirit from birth, and you are filled with the Holy Spirit when you get born again. Now, if you look at the mandate of John the Baptist, is to prepare the way for the coming of the Lord. And which means that the same mandate we have, the present age church, everyone born again, the reason why you are saved is for you to prepare the way for the coming of the Lord. As it is so that in the time of John the Baptist, he was the last prophet and then Jesus came. Alright, I believe very much with all conviction that Jesus will come in this generation. It is very, very essential for us to recognize too that the, the Joel John the Baptist was called, he was sent to the wilderness. We theologically we believe that the church of God is in the wilderness. The wilderness is this world that we are in. And if you look at our I mean the church of the living God today, we are like an isolation to the whole world. What we believe, the world will not believe it. We are desolate in the midst of this world, which is the wilderness. And as God used John the Baptist so mightily, and many people from the city came to the wilderness, the Holy Spirit told me that next year he will begin a mark of the year of glory. When the power of God will move in the midst of God's people and the lives of God's people so much more that Isaiah chapter 2 from, from verse 1 to verse 4 will be fulfilled. People will begin to come in. But God will do that through his sins, not just the building. Every one of you who is born again, you are going to see manifestation of the power of God. But if that be the case also, I think I could conclude that by saying, as John committed his, his life and service to God, God requires everyone who claim to know him. To do the same. You are going into the new year. Appraise your life this year. How much did you do with God? If today is the last day that you live, what account can you give before your maker? If you recognize that this year your account is not very good, you have another year, probably before the end of the next year Jesus will come, but you have another opportunity to commit yourself to God's service. To encounter the power that was upon John, or to manifest the power that was upon John, it has to be with the same heart of John. John never came to this world to look for wealth. He never came to look for fame. He never came to look for anything than to prepare the way for the coming of the Lord. And the church of God on earth today must know this lesson. And when I say the church of God, I mean you who is born again. You must recognize there is no way and no time that the urgency of the coming of the Lord is near than this time we are. Everything has fallen to pieces. And let me tell you this. God told me, and I, I, I said I'll be sharing with you some things God said about next year, 2019. The Lord told me that we saw confusion this year. We are going to see a greater confusion next year. Of nations, I'm talking about. You will see the nation come to a place of like um, um, 
uh, shut down that was going on in America now where politicians will say we don't know what to do beginning from United Kingdom what we have seen this year the division in the parliament is little though the Lord had told us in this church from January 1 that these things will happen and will begin from September but next year you will see more chaos more confusion because darkness will cover the people but in the midst of it a new people will emerge they are the people who have committed themselves to selfless service of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and these people are the ones that will bring solution to the chaos wherever they may be in their various offices I see God using the weapon of confusion to perforate the rulership so that God's people can rise up and be heard so it's essential for you to commit yourself to selfless service of the Lord but let me say also to you that if you look at the record in the book of Matthew 2 1 to 13 1 to 18 and 2 from the 19 when the when he escaped to Egypt are you not is it not does not surprise you that um, Herod sought to kill Jesus God did not destroy Herod. He has the power to do so. Alright? But God sent an angel to tell Joseph, take that boy to Egypt. Which one is easier humanly? It is easier humanly for God to just breathe a breath and Herod vanish or smoke off and disappear. But God doesn't do that. God allows test of time and tribulation that you and I go through as a weapon or vehicle to carry us into prophetic destiny. That is what happened. It was prophesied that Jesus was called out of Africa. Africa could not be blessed if Jesus was not received by Africa. When they sought to kill Jesus Christ, it was only the continent called Africa that God ordained that Jesus will have hideage. Because I believe that Africa has significant role to play in the end time. If you read the scripture, we discover that when Jesus was going to the Golgotha, it was an African man from Libya who was arrested by Roman soldiers by force to carry the cross. So you have, a, a, you know, a, a trace. When Jesus was to be killed by Herod, God said he should go to Africa. And Africa kept him. That is how he got to become an African. The baby into Africa grew in Africa until the king died a number of years before God brought him. So he was educated in the culture of Africa. He was African by claim. And when the time was fulfilled, so that Africa could be blessed, he brought him back to Israel. Now let me say this to you. Is that not interesting to you that when Israel, Abraham, when he was called, and he got to Canaan, and there was famine, is it not interesting that it is Africa he got his, his sustenance? It was Egypt. He went to Egypt. I believe that God is working over Africa. This is the reason why Satan bombarded the leadership of African countries. Because God has a mandate for that continent. 
That's the reason why that continent has been oppressed by other significant parts of the world. The Western power, American, China now is oppressing them. I believe very much that in this end time, something is about to be birthed. In the continent of Africa, they will feed the whole world as they fed Israel at the Abraham at the beginning. They will carry the cross of gospel of Jesus Christ to the ends of the earth. So if you are an African person and you don't preach Jesus, I will say that you are not genuine African. That's what I will say. Africa is mandated by God, ordained by God, to preach the gospel. And of course, too, another thing that, I, that came to me very strongly here. I've said this to you, that anything that happens to you as a Christian, you must know this, be sure. Trials and temptations, tribulation, God allowed them to take you to destiny. There is one message in that very verse. It says, and you, O Bethlehem. Out of you shall come the ruler, though you are the least among, the, among Judah, but out of you shall come, come the ruler. A day like this, I always love to preach a sermon called, um, From Manger to Glory. The Lord told me to tell you this, God will make something out of your Bethlehem as you are going to the new year. Bethlehem, where Jesus was born, is the least the clan where he came from is the least of the least tribe. It doesn't matter where you are born. Whether you are born by a very poor family, you are born in the most wretched village. I was watching a, 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 a documentary yesterday where they showed some African boys who in Kenya, who live in the ghetto, and they interviewed one of them and said he left school because school, the teachers weren't good to him. And I was telling mommy that, look, you will find in that ghetto the president of Kenya, born and raised like that. He will not leave school. And as I said that, the next thing they showed was a young boy who wants to become a medical doctor in the same ghetto. And that boy, when they asked him about school, he said, my tutors are so good to me. They help me. They help my dream. When I grow up, I want to become a medical doctor. And they are helping my dream. Where you have another one who said that teachers are so harsh on me, and he decided to go and, you know, be hawking on the streets. So, let me say this to you. Your condition where you were born does not determine what God can do with you. If you can let him Finally, whatever the Lord promised you, He will fulfill only if you can believe. You know, this has been the key thing God has been speaking from Wednesday. You can move a mountain if you have faith, you can undo any power if you have faith. Really, it is faith that pleases God. But faith does not come without relationship. Because we recognize that Hebrews 11, 1 and 6, talking about faith, only summarizes faith as trust and confidence in God. Because it says that whoever will come to him must believe that God is, and is a rewarder of those who would diligently seek him. Not seek him today, forget tomorrow. Seek him last year and forget next year. No, 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 no. Diligent seeking. And you and I have this obligation to ourselves, not to God, to be diligent. Do you see a man diligent in all his ways? The Bible says he will sit before kings. 
That's what the Bible says. It's not prayer that makes you sleep before kings. It is diligence. And you all must know this. If you seek God, you seek Him for yourself. If I seek God, I seek Him for myself. Whoever seeks God, he will stand to the test of time. He will overcome in the days of travel, of, of trial. You seek God, you will speak and things will happen. Your, your word about God will no more be what you read. It will be what you experience and what you encounter. Everyone who believes in Jesus must come to this place. And all of you here in CFT Church, and those of you watching me all over the whole world, I will say to you that if there is anything you must decide, between now and the end of 2018 is that you will seek the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul. Because whatever God promises, God fulfills. And I'll give you just very quickly. Um, if you look at the life of Zechariah, it says in chapter 1, verse 18, 20, Zechariah asked the angel, when angel told Zechariah that you are going to have a child, understand the resume of Zechariah from verse 5. Look what. He was a righteous man. He was a godly man. He was a man who attends church regularly. And there's something you will pick up, you members of Christ in Tabernacle, you know, in this church before every service, all over the world, we ask you to come one hour and and form a circle and pray. This is what happened at the same time with Zechariah. In, in the time of Christ, when before they light the fire, you know, people gather together in the topic course and they were praying while the priests go in to begin the service. And Zechariah, if he was not in service that day, he would miss his destiny. Because that angel will go to somebody else. That angel, John was to be born at that time. And he can be born, he cannot be born after the time. And the way God has ordained it is that this man, though he has been righteous, on that day he was on his duty. And that is where the angel must meet him. If the angel came there and he didn't find him, whoever was found will be the carrier of the glory. I was in a church one day, in the church I grew up, and a minister came to preach. And as he was preaching, suddenly he stopped. He said, who is the woman who sits in this seat? Who is the woman who sits in this seat? And that is the seat, there is a woman, all of us know her. She sits on that seat, and she has been buried for about 10 years or whatever, long time. And the, 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 the preacher said, wow, he says, I saw an angel carry a baby and went to the seat, looked for the woman. He looked at the eyes of the one sitting there, but it's not the woman that he was sent to. And then the angel was, you know, very, very, you know, anxious. And he was looking all around. He can't find the woman. And the angel said, another 10 years, another 10 years and took the baby back to heaven. That woman was barren for another 10 years. I would get it now. Because God is a God who does things according to plan. I would get that. So therefore, next year, what you learn from here, this man, though he was very committed to God, whatever the case may be, he was also committed in his service to God, in the house of God. So when the Lord was cast, it came upon him. Because he was there. Now, However, when the angel told him, somebody will say that if you look at the record of Zechariah and the record of Mary, it seems as if both of them doubted. No, they didn't. One doubted, one did not. The man who doubted was Zechariah. It says in verse 18, Zechariah asked the angel, how can I be sure that is doubt? 
How can I be sure? I am an old man and my wife is well advanced in age. So if you look at when the angel said that your wife will give birth to a son at this old age, his name shall be called John. Zechariah said, how can I be sure, knowing fully well that my wife is old? She stopped menstruation long ago. She's dried up, just like Sarah. But you see, because the, 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 the track record of Zechariah was a righteous man, that is the reason why the angel bypassed that doubt and still enforced the gift. But the angel said, you will not go without a consequence. You shall be dumb. And you will not be able to speak until that child is born. You know, when he, when he doubted the word of the angel, did you not hear the angel say, I am Gabriel? Hallelujah, somebody. I love that. I love that. When he says, when, 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 when Zechariah said, how can I be sure? Verse 19 says, the angel answered, I am Gabriel. I am a man of God. <laughs> a servant of the Most High. He said, I stand in the presence of God and I have been sent to you. Because you doubted God, now you will be silent and not be able to speak. But if you look at the woman in chapter uh, verse 20, 34, look. After the, the same angel went to Mary and said to Mary that you are going to give birth to a child and that child shall be the Messiah. Look at what Mary said. How will this be? She didn't doubt. She said, how will it be? Mary asked the angel, since I'm a virgin. And you know, in Israel at that time, if a virgin is found pregnant, they stone her to death. That is the position. So he says, how would, how would this be? I'm a virgin, I've not met a man. Everybody knows that a woman needs to meet a man before he can conceive. But now you are telling me that I will not meet a man and I will, I mean, I will, that I will conceive. I haven't met a man. And the angel said that the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. He says, so the Holy One to be born will be called Son of God. You know, I don't want to preach. I love that statement. But this is the message about it. Every promise God gave you, when the time comes for them to be back, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. Come on now, I said the Holy Spirit will come upon you. <laughs> My, oh God. I, that's why Christians should fear nothing. He says the Holy Spirit will come upon you when the time comes for God to do what he has promised. It doesn't matter what the devil has done around you. It doesn't matter what the devil is doing, you know, around you, in your family or your life. If you, if you can be faithful, if you can be faithful, God made a promise to you. It doesn't matter what the enemy is doing in your family, your husband, your wife, your children. Forget about all that. You'll be faithful. Come on now. When the time comes, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. And the power of the Most High will overshadow you. That is what brings manifestation of the impossible. It's talking about something God promised you, which is impossible in the calendar of man. Man cannot figure it out in his brain. But God said it, he will settle it. That is what it is. So understand, seeking sign, God doesn't like it. Doubt, God doesn't like it. Magnifying your condition above God's promise. God hates it because it weakens the power in you from bringing to manifestation what God says. You know, sometimes we look at our own dilemma and the things that surround us physically and that 
that you know cripple us both of them were afraid of course when they saw the angel because angel had not appeared over 400 years angel had not appeared from malachi to that time over 400 years angel did not appear in the face of the earth so seeing an angel suddenly right before you you know a virgin woman you know suddenly see an angel she'll be afraid same thing with um, zechariah he was doing his normal preparation of the church and suddenly an angel stood in front of him he was afraid but both of them were afraid one allowed his fear to lead him to doubt but the other one allowed his fear to lead her to curiosity finally a man of faith receives from god a man of faith received from god luke 1 37 38 the angel said i mean sorry um, um, um the angel was speaking to mary and he says for nothing is impossible with god when mary said that how will it be how will god fix it for nothing is impossible with god if you look at the lives of some human beings on earth who were born in a very low estate you know maybe you call it third world or fourth world in a village around somewhere and they became global success no one can put his finger on how they, they walk their way from there up it is god for with god all things are possible so don't doubt any promise god had made to you just believe in god and also the bible says the angel said with god all things are possible but jesus even went further to say in mark 9 23 if you can say jesus everything is possible with those who believe so there are two people that or personalities that everything can be possible for for god no doubt anything god says he will do it he will do it the only thing is that when the time comes closer for god to do it satan always shipwreck many believers by breathing thoughts into them so that they can shift them away from the position that they will miss it because god is very very strict and what god ordains is very very programmed are we together that's the reason why you cannot give up you know you don't serve god because somebody will behave well some people can leave the church and say that well you know because one person or two misbehave to them they say ah there is no love in that church they will never find one that there is love hallelujah because if there is no love in a church you then show the love that you have don't let satan rob you isn't it the bible says that let your light shine in darkness but if they kick you out of a church pack your load and get out don't argue if you are kicked out your time is over but don't allow the behavior of one person or two become a norm i was just discussing that when we were coming in car i just felt let me talk to my son because by by sharing experience you make your sons wiser you don't get experience to a, a, a university and i began to tell my son that look you know i i felt very much in my heart that i should teach this church another level of teaching 
I've taught you a lot, but next year, the Lord has been speaking to me that I should take every member of this church to a reasoning position where nothing can hinder you. Of course, what you have had, if you put them together and put them into use, you will attain it. But what about the way people reason? My focus is to help you decode when the devil speaks to your mind, either abstractly or through the lips of man, you can know it. Even a close friend, so that you will never be a victim. The world is easy to be successful. When I say successful, I don't mean money. I mean in God. Bible is not a story. Angel appeared to Mary, they are still appearing till today. You can encounter it. I do. You can. Heaven is not far. It's the shortest distance for a believer to go. To have the knowledge of what will happen thereafter in your life is easy. Things that you are worrying yourself over and you are, you are almost, you know, developing problems of sickness and stuff. If you can do what I say, you can know the end of the matter. Before the beginning, you can be warned by an angel. This is about to happen, and it will take this period, and you have your coup. When everybody is confused, you will never be confused. Because you know it's going to have an end. Are we together now? So when I was sharing that with him, we began talking. Listen to me. Don't serve God because of somebody. Don't serve God because someone was good to you. Don't serve God because he will heal you. Don't serve God because he will bless you. Because God is God, either he blesses you or not. He is God. And your serving God should not be based on human behavior. Of course, let me say this. For those who are watching me on television, if you go to a church that the leader is not an example of what he preaches, get out. But if you go to a church where the leader is an example of what he preaches, stay there. With such, you will be going from one depth of knowledge to the other. Evidence that somebody is not walking in line with the will of God, he will dry up. His message will become stories. But if a man walks in the will of God, every day is a new revelation. Something that you can apply to your practical life to take you to where God wants you to be. And that person himself will not be stagnant. I will together now. The devil will never rob you. What God had promised you for next year, he will deliver. Shall we stand up together? I want us to pray. We're going to pray together that the Lord will sustain us by the power of his name. Shall we begin to pray the name of Jesus? Tell the Lord, sustain me by the power of your name. Help me to believe like Mary. Everything you have promised me, begin to look at the promises God promised you this year. Tell the Lord, help me to believe like Mary. Tell the Lord, help me to believe like Mary. He said, blessed is he that believes. He will see the performance.
sovereign Lord. Yes, I believe. Yes, I believe. All things are possible. Yes, I believe. from your spirit. shall be heard. It is sounding trumpet, alarming of angels, spreading over nations as ushering in the year of glory. For it is written, arise, shine, for your light is come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. over the people. But the Lord rises upon you, says the Spirit of the living God. I stand in Christ in God and say, anyone who sorrow today, you shall sorrow no more. I say, that which makes you sorrow shall be resolved between this hour and the last minute of 2018. You will end I say the Lord will put songs of joy in your lips. Sorrow and sighs shall flee away. I say sorrow and sighs shall flee away. Thank you, Jesus. Everyone under my voice that is bound, I stand in Christ in God and declare, you are loose in the name of Jesus. Your sons come from afar in the name of Jesus. Your daughters are carried on their arm in the name of Jesus. Everything the devil has stolen from your life from January to this hour. Today is 25th of December 2018. I declare the last few days remaining in this year, you shall see resurrection in the name of Jesus. Any blessing that the enemy has held back from you, I decree have a release in the name of Jesus Christ. The sons of God have right to be joyful. The angel said, peace among men, joy to the world, and peace among men, upon whom the favor of God rests. As many who believe him, 
the Bible says in the book of John 1 for, uh, 12, that they have been given the power to be called sons of God. For the favor of God rests upon those who believe in Him. So, therefore, the peace attracted by favor, receive in the name of Jesus. Everyone who has received Jesus, receive the peace in the name of Jesus. Right? I say peace into your body. I say peace into your marriage. I say peace into your family. If your life is falling apart before you came here, I decree, by the power invested in me by he who lives forever and ever, even the king of heaven who also appeared unto me, I speak in the name of Jesus. I speak in the name of Jesus. All the words of the devil around your life collapse in Jesus' name. you desire that God puts in your heart and this year you have no ability to enter therein receive power in the name of Jesus receive grace in the name of Jesus your next year shall be the greatest year you have ever lived hell shut his mouth heaven blow open over you sick, it was wounded because of your transgressions, chastened because of your infirmity. You, by his stripes, you have been healed. So, sickness, I curse you from your root to die. Every fruit of disease, taken out of human bodies, in the name of Jesus. Your eyes are healed. I declare that the socket of your eyes are healed. I command that the, the biology of your eyes are healed. I command your yellow spot healed. I command your iris restored. I command in the name of Jesus, your optic now be strengthened in the name of Jesus. Pastor blindness disappear. See in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Bones for bones, muscles for tenders, you are made whole in Jesus' name. Every form of pain from your neck back down, I cause them to vanish in the name of Jesus. You are restored in Jesus' anointed name. You never come to the house of healing. And find sickness. You never come to the house of plenty and go hungry. Because you have come to the balm of Gilead, I say, your sicknesses shall not go home with you. Poverty shall be far from you. Accidents that crush riches. Accidents that Satan cause to cause people to lose wealth, they shall be far from you. The Lord will give his angels charge over you. The Lord will give his angels charge over your property. The Lord will give his angels charge over all the blessings he has given to you. My God and my King, there are some people I saw, they struggle with memory. They struggle to read, they fail. They struggle to learn. They forget. It is written. The memory of the righteous is blessed. I command your memory blessed. I invoke the blessings of heaven into your memory. Never will you forget any longer. Some read. They do not know how to regurgitate. From today, that comes to an end. 
Jesus said, the Holy Spirit will bring to you all I have taught you. And so if the Holy Spirit shall bring all that we have been taught by Christ, He can bring to you all that you have been taught by men. I say when you go to your exam, you will never fail anymore. You will come from distinction to distinction. Your destiny transformed today. So shall it be and so it is. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are praying. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Do you know something? Take your six few minutes before I call Pastor Sidney to take the offering and we close. I would like to welcome those who were watching with us for the first time. If you are worshiping in this house for the first time, maybe you just were invited for this Christmas service. Could you wave your hands? What a blessed day. Anybody? Did you invite your friends? Yes. Anyone? 